The Torah tells us that when Yaakov Avinu, when Avram Avinu was nifter, Yaakov Avinu was cooking a nezid adashim. He was cooking a bowl of lentils. And Esav came into him and he said, Halitaini no min I want some of that red stuff. And he told him, if you'll sell the Bechayra to me, and Vayivez Esav es ha and because he said, From then on, his name became Edom. Till then, he was Esav. Now he became Edom. Now, Edom is not just a name. Edom is a very powerful klipa, very powerful koachatuma, because Golis Edom means all of the Ritzichan, all of the cruelty and all of the persecution that was done to us throughout all the generations in this bitter exile of Golis Edom. Until then, he wasn't called Edom. Only because of this story. Now, if you look carefully, it says, Al-Kain Koro Shemoy Edom. It doesn't say Koru, Lashon Rabim. It doesn't say that they called him Edom. It says, he called. Who's he? So, Rechaim HaKadosh says, Al-Kain Koro Shemoy Edom is going on Esav himself. Esav called his own name Edom. He gave himself that name. Now let us think. Esav was born Admoini. He was born with all the Tchunot, with all the nature of Edom. Yet he wasn't called Edom. He didn't become, become the power of Tumah of Edom until he gave himself that name. Until he, started, sorry, until he started calling himself that name. That's when he became Edom. Which is amazing if you think about it. Because Chazal tell us, and the Zohar HaKodesh, it's Muvuar that in truth, Esau had a destiny that he could have given birth, Yaakov would have had six of the Shvatim, and Esau would have had six of the Shvatim. That was the original plan. The Medrash says, Both of them, Yaakov and Esau, could have been great. Esau could have been included within the Obos. Avram, Yitzchok, Yaakov, and Esau. Sure, he had shortcomings. He was born with a difficult nature, but he could have been, he could have been great, he could have been one of the others. When did he change and turn into Edom? When did he cease to have the ability to produce six Shvatim, to be one of the others, Hakidoshim? When he called himself Edom. He had done some terrible things till then. Chazal tell us that on that very day he did five terrible Averis. Ritzicho, Gilearayas, Avoidazori. The terrible Averis. Yet he still could have been. It wasn't too late. He still could have been one of the Avot. Until he gave himself the name of Edoim. And from then on he's Edoim. And there's an unbelievable lesson in this. Now, I had a great, great grandfather. My, grandf- my grandfather's grandfather was a Choshevarov in Europe. He lived to be close to 100 years old. He died in the 1930s. There's even somebody here told me he remembers him. The man himself is close to 100 years old. He had 14 children. One of his children went in the 1930s. He went to Eretz Yisrael. The rest of his family stayed behind in Europe. Most of them were killed. But he went to Eretz Yisrael and he joined with not very good chevra. And he became very weak in his Yiddishkeit. He still kept Shabbat, maybe he prayed, he put on tefillin, but his children completely mechale Shabbos, nothing left. 
My grandfather, years ago, was in Eretz Yisrael. He somehow kept up a contact with a relative that was an uncle of his from before the war. And he once gets a phone call. The man is crying. I have to come see you. I have to come speak to you. He hadn't spoken to him in years. He says, come on, hello. So he sits down and starts to cry. He says, my son had a baby, and he wants to give him a name. What name does he want to give him? Nimrod. Nimrod. Well, the Pasuk Nimrod was Gibar Ba'aretz. He was strong. He was tough. He was a powerful soldier. He's a Gibar Ba'aretz. He likes the name. It's a biblical name. You're looking now. Now, this man, he went to Cheder. He learned. He knows what Rashi says. He was called Nimrod. Shehimrod. Eskola Olam. Neged HaKadosh Baruch Nimrod was the one who took Avram Avinu and threw him into an oven. He's crying. What do I do? I'm going to have a grandson named Nimrod. So he's begging my grandfather. He says, you, you remind me of my father. Maybe you can give me some advice. He's, my father. He says, Call him, I want to speak to him. So he came over, and after a long discussion, he convinced him. He said, you know, you want to have a name that represents strength and power in the battlefield. Why not Gidon? Gidon was a general, one of the shoiftim. Why do you have to give a name after a Russia? Imagine giving a child a name, Hamon or Hamolik. <laughs> give him a name. So, and the fellow agreed, and the child's name was Gidon. No, Shem Kadosh, Gidon, shoifet. Now I was wondering... This man, his children were already Mechalal Shabbat. They had done terrible things. Some of them were instrumental in causing a lot of tsar to, to, to Eden in, 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 in if they were involved in things that uh, involved in making laws that were anti-Torah. It's not, not Pashut, what they were. And all this he was able to bear. What broke him was that he wants to give his child a name Nimrod. Why was that so hard? Why was that so difficult for him? Because, you know, no matter what a person does, you know, that's what I do. It doesn't say yet who I am. When you choose a name, you're saying this is who I am. That's a commitment to a certain way of life. And then you're saying this is what I want to be. When Esau did many Averis, terrible thing Averis, but you could do Tshuva. But he called himself Edom. He called himself the name of Tumah. He's saying, this is the path that I choose. This is what I expect of myself. And no better than that, that's when one loses hope and that's when he becomes that itself. Every one of us, every one of us has a name. We were given a name. A name is a shoresh shama. A name is a tachlis, is a tafkid. Every single one of us has a destiny for greatness, for true greatness, to be a tzaddik gadol. That's what we were born with. That's the ability that we have. But when we decide, we look at ourselves, and we classify ourselves as something much, much less, and we lower our expectations of ourselves, we actually lose those kachot. And we become the name that we give ourselves. What is standing between any person and greatness? Greatness, whether it's in Torah and Avoidah and Gimilas Chasodim and Midas Toivas, what's standing between any person and greatness? It's called Yigia, work. Paul wants to be a great Talmud Chacham. He has to work very hard, he has to learn many, many hours. Not easy. Someone wants to work on his Midot, wants to work on his Kedusha. He has to work very, very hard. Not easy. Is Yigiyah so difficult? Do we really hate to work? What about the person who wants to be a millionaire? 
He has no problem to work day and night. He won't sleep. He just wants, he wants to work because he has his dream. He's going to become very wealthy. What he has is Ratzon. He has Ratzon. When you have a true will, when you really want, the work is nothing. The work becomes a pleasure. He'll go for years without sleeping because he wants to get what he wants. So Yigiyah, the difficulty, the Omo, the work, is not what's hard. Because if the Ratzon would be there, we would be able to have the Yigiyah. Why don't we have the Ratzon? What's standing between us and the Ratzon? So the Tanah Belio tells us, a story Belio Hanavi was walking down the street and he saw a simple man, a peasant, and he asked him, why didn't you learn Torah? And he says to him, Hashem didn't give me das. I'm not a, such a wise man. I'm not brilliant. I can't learn. He said, what do you do for a living? He says, well, I make the nets that you catch fish with or birds with. He said, really? Who, the same Rabbi who gave you the wisdom, who gave you the seichel that you can fashion these nets, he didn't give you the seichel to learn Torah that it says, Ki The Torah says it's so easy. And he began to cry. He began until Eliyahu Novi said to him, "Al Yerarib Libcho, Shekol Boei Oylam, Meshivin Chuva Zulatid Lavo." In Oylam Abo, everybody's going to answer the same thing. I wasn't able to. You didn't give me the ability. You didn't give me the power. You didn't give me the wisdom. And every one of us will be shown what we really were destined for. What we could have been had we not categorized ourselves for so much less. And Avdesla says, what Elion Novi was telling us is, this is the Sheker of the world. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. What does the Yetzirah do to us? The Yetzirah covers with darkness the most simple truth in the world. A pasuk mefurash in the Torah, ki koroiv eilecha hadavar ma'oid. It is close to you, not just close to you, ma'oid. Beficha vilvavcha lasoisoi. And that, which the Torah tells us is easy, the Yetzirah paints a picture that it is so, so difficult. It is so far removed from us to be better than we are, to be greater than we are, to achieve greatness. Greatness is somebody else. Ah, his person is a tzaddik. I run him for a bracha. What about me? Maybe I could become more of a tzaddik. Maybe I could become more of a Talmud Chacham. Maybe I could become a better Midas. Maybe I could daven better. doesn't think of it because I'm a simple person. That person, he's big, he's great, and he gives himself this name. Who did that to him? The Yetzirah painted a blackness, a darkness, a choyshech. As it says this week in the Pasha, when Yaakov was fighting with Esau, he, he threw up dirt till it covered the light, even till the Kisei HaKovod. We can't see the Kisei HaKovod that's within us. We can't see the Kedusha that's hidden, the Beis Hamidash, the Mashiach that's within each of us. We can't see it. And a person gets so, so fooled. And what happens? He loses his destiny. The reason we don't have the Ratzon is because of the Sheker. Because we don't see the truth. So what stands between us and greatness is Yegiyah, is work. What stands between us and work is Ratzon, is will. 
What stands between us and Rotsoin is Sheker, is Ta'ut, is the bitter, tragic mistake that people make in this world. And they don't realize that being fooled. They don't realize that they're telling themselves that they're so much less than they really are, that they cannot accomplish what they're really destined to accomplish. And Esau, who was destined to bring onto this world six Shvatim, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Yusach, Ruben, Yosef he could have brought instead, who did Esau bring onto the world? Hitler, Yamach Shemoy, Amalek, Homon. These were his grandchildren instead of Moshe Rabbeinu, instead of Shimbayachoi, by calling himself Edoim. What happened to him? He lived and he lived and the mistake grew and grew and grew. Alkane, he decided he's Edoim, and that's it. And instead of growing, he deteriorated further and further and became less and less. We have no idea how much we are capable of once we get past that mistake. When the light shines on Hanukkah, when some of that choyshech goes away, and we're given the ability, if we want, to see within ourselves how much power we have, even in small things, especially in this day and age. The Riyakodesh said, that in this day and age, a person could accomplish in an hour what Tanoim and Ameroim took weeks to accomplish. Because the Nisyonot are so difficult. What does it say about Hanukkah? Rabim biyad ma'atim, Tmeim biyad tohirim, Rishoim biyad sadikim. There's so much Tumah out there. So much Tumah. So much difficulty. You know, the Zayra Kodesh says, a person could become a tzaddik b'sho chodo in one second, a person can become a tzaddik gomer. How do you become a tzaddik? It takes years of work. So the Shemish Shmuel says there's two ways one can become a tzaddik. There's one way, he, the long way, works many, many years, each day he gets better. And another way, in a time when there's tremendous tumah, tremendous choyshech, and he turns away from that choyshech. At that moment, he zoyche to get Bikdusha, all of that Tumah that he turned away from becomes by him Kedusha. So imagine, you know, somebody once went to a tzaddik in Israel, he said he's traveling to America. And he said, he went to say goodbye. He said, you know, when you leave to go from here to America, you have to go to the airport. The airport is a place of a lot of this, you know, in Shemirat Ha'inayim. There's terrible things a person can see that a Jew's eyes shouldn't see such things. And many millions of people go and they fall. And there's so many nitzoyitzes, sparks of Kedusha that are lost there. Somebody goes through such a place, Bikdusha, he's careful. All that was lost becomes his. All of the treasures that were lost becomes his. He becomes a tzaddik. We live in a time where one can have rabim, biyat miyatim, in a few seconds of strength, of work. Temeim, all of the tumah. Biyat Tahirim goes into the hands of the Tahor and becomes transformed into Tahara. Rishoim Biyat Sadikim. In a time when people are greedy or selfish or angry or full of themselves. And a person says, you know, I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to be a kind person. I'm going to be a person with Menuchas Hanefesh. I'm not going to be selfish. I'm going to live for others. He takes Rishoim, all of that Rishus, becomes Kedusha within him. It becomes Biyat Sadikim. We are living... In difficult times, very frightening times, 
Some people say it looks like the world is falling apart. The world isn't falling apart. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is running the world. Every single step of the way, Ani Ma'amin Demuna Shalemo, Shaboyri Yisborech Shemoy Hu Boyri Umanig Lechol Habruim. Hu Levadoy Osa Oise V'yase Lechol Hamasim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to have Emuna in Him. And that's not an easy thing. You need to see the light. Because if a person lives in darkness, you just think, everything's caving in, the markets are falling, my funds are falling apart, and everything is down, it's all red, there's no green arrows, all red arrows going down, what am I going to do? If he stops for a moment and says, what's really happening? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing Nisim. He always does Nisim. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know the Nisim. But what he's doing, he knows. It's not happening on its own. He knows, and he knows what's good for me. And if this is how it has to be, Hashem, I trust you. You know what has to be for me. During the war, my grandmother lived in Czechoslovakia, and she had six small children. And her youngest child was written in in her passport. He was a baby of one year old. And at that time, Hungary was considered to be a safe place. So every day she would cross the border with and People would bring their children to her because they knew she had a Hungarian passport. And she would cross the border and bring another one-year-old child to safety. And she, every day would cross a different border cross. They wouldn't recognize her. And she managed to save many children. One day a woman came. There was actually a relative. And she asked her to take her son. And the son was seven years old. She says, how could I take a seven-year-old child on a password that says a one-year-old baby. How could I do such a thing? And the woman was begging her. My grandma said, I can't do it. I can't do it. Just gonna, we're all going to be killed. You can't do it. The woman was so furious, so furious at her, was a relative, that she cursed her. She gave her a kala, called her a murderer. I'll never forgive you. And that's how she left her. Years later, many of those children were brought into Hungary, were deported, because in 1944 the Nazis invaded Hungary. And they were all killed. This child who stayed behind in Czechoslovakia escaped the deportations. Today lives in Park, a very wealthy man, a big Balsadok, very close with the family. What he thought was the worst thing in the world was what saved his life. What we think may be the worst thing for us, HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes Nisim. Achanakeh. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is showing us, is showing us how to live, is showing us what life is about. We are watching, you know, the Kotzker Rebbe said that the Rishonim said Mashiach will come one way, it didn't happen. The Achreinim said Mashiach will come another way, the Tzadikim said Mashiach will come another way. I say Mashiach is going to come when Klal Yisrael will be very, very, will be at Kufa, will be very worried about Panasa will be concerned what's going to be with the economy. That's when Mashiach is going to come. The Rizhna said that there will be a tkufa, we will have great shefa, great success, and we'll become used to a very high lifestyle. And then things will become difficult, and that will be the chevle Mashiach. Who knows? Maybe all this might be that we are about to be zeichet to the gili of Mashiach. Maybe this is what we need. This last difficult that we're going through is going to get us over the border and allow us to be zeichet to the gili of Mashiach. We have to trust in HaKadosh Baruch HaKadosh Baruch is bringing down, tearing down for us. You know, Ner is at Shetichle Regel Min Hashuk. 
Regel is a, a representation. Regel refers to money. By Koirach it says, The money was called Regel because it's what you can stand on. It gives you a leg to stand on. It supports somebody. Until the Regel will be taken out of the markets. We thought that you can depend on the markets. We thought that we can stand on them. We see they never had a leg to stand on. There was somebody who had a fund, $50 billion. Everybody invested, the smartest people in the world invested. You couldn't be more secure. And now Hashem said, it never existed. It was a dimyan. It was imagination. It was never a leg to stand on. It disintegrated. You thought that was security. It was never secure. Secure is with me. With HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're as secure today as you were yesterday. I am looking after you. Trust me, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says. Ad she regel min hashuk. Tivati b'yevein metzula. Yovon, the Pasek in Tilem, yevein metzula means mud. Yovon is like mud. Mud looks like it's ground you can stand on. But you put your foot on it, tivati, you sink in. It looks like it can hold you up, but it can't hold you up. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was showing, he said, this past Shabbos says, when Yaakov met Esau, so Esau said, come together with me. And Yaakov says, no, Yavano Adoini you go ahead. I'll go slowly behind. And the Zohar HaKadosh says, in these few words, Yaakov Avinu sent us into Golis. You go ahead, and I'll follow slowly. In these words, says the Zohar, he said, you will lead the world. Oilam Hazeh will be yours for the next 3,500 years. The money of Esau, the civilization of Esau, the culture of Esau, you will be in front. I will take my time. Till all this time, you will control Oilamazeh, you will be in the lead. And then your control of Oilamazeh will cease to exist. And it will be shown that it never existed. The only money that will truly exist is money of Kedusha, is money of Klal Yisrael that. Is, has a higher purpose, not a purpose of shtiyot, a purpose of tzedakah v'chesed, yankev of Venus, understanding of the purpose of Oilam Hazeh. Oilam Hazeh has to be a regal, a support that Kedusha should be able to exist. Vaniyas nalalihi l'regel ha-malacha u'l'regel ha-yelodim is a different type of regal. You think you have a support because you can say you have so much in the best. I'm like, it's all nothing. It means nothing. I have a different support. What I have is supported by the Rebbeinu Shaloylam. I have a father, Avinu Shabashomayim. And whatever he does, I tell myself again and again. And sometimes it's very difficult. Zavodah kasheh. But each time we are becoming so nisale, each time we say it when we are worried and we are concerned, we say, I believe in you, I'm imamin. You are the boire umanik. At that moment we become so exalted. We become so lifted up. We do such a chesed to the Rebbeinu The Rebbeinu remembers, Koyamar Hashem, Zochati lo chesed nuraich avas kulu lo isayich lechtech achrai babmidbo beheretz lo Thousands of years ago, 
Hashem said, you followed me in the midst, but you didn't know what you are going to eat. You didn't know where you are going to sleep. You just followed me. And Hashem says, I remember this forever. We come in thousands of years later, we dive in Rosh Hashanah, we say again, these psukim, Hashem, I'll never forget what you did for me. You know, there were many great moments in our history. We did many great things. Great mysterious Nefesh. We built up Beis Hamidosh. We, we, we were Makabal the Torah. We did so many great things. But Hashem says, you know what? I'll never forget. I'll remember forever when you didn't know what's going to be tomorrow and you trusted in me. I'll never forget that. Not only did I never forget it, I'll call that a chesed. You did a chesed to me. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was turned and said, look, look all around you. Everything looks like it's falling apart. I beg you, do a chesed with me. Trust in me. I am looking after you. I know what I'm doing. It's all letoiv. I have all of you are my children. I only want what's the best. Do me a chesed and believe in me. Believe in your father. And when a person does that, when a person does that, he becomes uplifted. He changes and he reaches his true destiny. If a person thinks of himself, who am I? I'm nothing. He doesn't recognize because of the darkness. He can't see that he is made for this mission. This is our mission. Our mission, it says that in the time of Ikhid the Mashiach, the main Nisayon will be in Emunah. It will be so difficult to believe. It will be so difficult to have faith. There will be so many different things that will worry us, that will ache us. And those will be strong will have greatness. We have to remind ourselves we were created. We are a nation of ma'aminim, b'nei ma'aminim. That's the reason that we're here. And although it may look so, so difficult all around us, not just the financial world, the matzav of Klaus on all the world, we hear Nebuch all over the world such terrible things happen. Eden are still being killed. Dam yudi adayin ishpach kamayim. And yet we're ma'aminim b'nei ma'aminim. And this is the psilois ushmanim she'ein madlikim ben b'shabes madlikim ben b'chanake. That little bit of light that makes everything so clear, that enables us to see the truth. As long as we live in a sheker, we'll stay who we are. When we recognize the MS, we'll know the truth inside of us. We'll be able to grow. We'll be able to change. We'll be able to ma'aminim and hakadosh baruch that the Rabbeinu Shalom knows what he's doing and the Rabbeinu Shalom lights up the way HaKadosh Baruch should help us that we should be zoiche to oir chodosh al tzio in toir v'niske chulonu b'mheira lo'oiroi we should be zoiche to the light of the menorah to attach ourselves to the kedusha of the koyin godel as we light the menorah. Lahadlik ner shel chanaka the ner is a neshama ner neshama. I light that ner. I'm lighting up my neshama. When my neshama lights up. I'm saying, here I am. I'm yours. Even though I may not have moved yet, I haven't risen yet. I yet, but I'm here. I'm lighting this light. I want to be. I'm recognizing that I am made for something different. I'm not made for the same thing, for the same desires, for the same aspirations, for the same hopes as Esau. I don't want what he wants. 
I don't want his darkness. I don't want his, what his, what he has disappears, disintegrates. It doesn't exist. It's imaginary. I want the light of a Yiddish and a Shomer. I want the greatness of being a child of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's Lahadlik Neshel Chanukah. Which is the light of Mashiach. HaKadosh Baruch Hu should help us. We should be Zoycheh soon. Before Zoyz Chanukah, our last chance to do tshuva. The world is trembling. The world is shaking. We're gathering and preparing to greet to be Makabu Pnei Mashiach Tzidkeinu with the Gula Shalem of Amen. Amen. Amen.